Good morning. It is May the 23rd, a Tuesday in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today bringing the fullness of our attention, our awareness, into the presence of Jesus that it might become attunement and even attachment to him who has already attached himself to us. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our entry today is called, The Day It Started Changing for Me. Our text is Romans chapter 6, verses 5 through 10. Hear the word of the Lord. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. My life and faith began to change quite dramatically in my early 20s. It began with Romans 6. My daily practice up to that time had been to read a devotion or two in the morning. By devotion, I mean a short written entry from some periodical or book that began with a nice and encouraging scripture text followed by a few paragraphs that usually had little to do with the Bible verse at the top. Then came a prayer and some sort of benign thought for the day. I considered that I had done my quiet time duty for the day and then got on with it. I'm sure these devotionals helped me in some way, but in retrospect, I was really just going through the motions of devotions. 
And parenthetically, this is largely why I don't consider the wake-up call devotional literature. Somewhere in those years, I actually started reading the Bible. I remember reading Romans 6 and being stopped dead in my tracks. It was this very verse. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. What did he just say? Did he say I was free from sin? While I presented well to the public, underneath I was plagued by all sorts of sinful thoughts, attitudes, behaviors, and complex patterns of self-justification, shame, pride, and hiding, while fiercely judging others for the same things. After reading Romans 6, I knew one of two things had to be true. Either one, the Bible was wrong on this point about being free from sin, or two, I was not getting it. These words did not describe the truth of my actual life. This became the matrix red pill moment of my life. I could not unsee what I had seen in God's Word. The Holy Spirit had planted this Word in my mind as truth, and there began the long reckoning with the gospel. Jesus could no longer be an eternal life insurance policy. He would become the source and substance of a transformational life. This chapter continues to teach and train my mind to the present day. Looking back over the years, I have tended to focus mostly on myself, my behavior, and my willpower even to believe the truth that I am dead to sin. Here's what's changing now. I'm starting to get this at a new level. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death no longer has mastery over him. The death he died... He died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. The focus is not on me and my sin. The focus is on Jesus and his life. My old sin life is dead and buried in the tomb in Jerusalem. My new life is raised up and caught up in his life. Yep, everything changed that day. 
and is still changing. The prayer. Our Father, thank you for your Son, Jesus, and the comprehensive, compelling change he brings to life. I claim it again now. I am set free from sin. I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Jesus Christ lives in me. Yes, the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God, who has loved me and given himself for me. Holy Spirit, fill me and make this truth real in my actual life over and over and over again. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. How I've proved you over and over. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust you more. Praying in Jesus' name, amen. The question, do you believe this, that you are dead to sin? That sin has lost its power over your everyday life? That you are free from sin? Are you deeply grappling with the gravity of this truth? The hymn today, we're going to continue in this next hymn festival with all hail the power of Jesus' name. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 3. And it's hymn number 279 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. Let's sing it with feeling today. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels pro- Oh my gosh, I did it again. I just want to go to the diadem version. I'm so sorry. Okay, we're going to do that one another time, okay? It's just, it's too complex of a melody. I know a lot of you love it. I love it. We've just been through a complex melody with And Can It Be. We're going to sing a little bit more familiar version here <laughs> called Coronation with All Hail the Power. Here we go. All hail the power of Jesus' name. Let angels prostrate fall. Bring forth the royal diadem and crown him. Lord of all, bring forth the royal diadem and crown him Lord of all. Ye chosen seed of Israel's race, ye ransomed from the fall. Hail him who saves you by his grace. 
and crown him Lord of all. Hail him who saves you by his grace and crown him Lord of all. Sinners whose love can ne'er forget the wormwood and the gall. Go spread your trophies at his feet and crown him Lord of all. Go spread your trophies at his feet and crown him Lord of all. Amen. I think I may have pitched that a little bit high today. I did learn from my good friend Chris Tomlin, though, who tends to sing high. He said, listen, you want to lead people to sing at the top of their range because that way they have to take a deeper breath and they have to sing out more boldly and with volume. And frankly, it's actually more vulnerable when you try to go to those high places. So uh, how about that for a free bonus tip in hymn singing today? Well, that's a wrap. I hope you'll reflect deeply on the teachings of Romans chapter 6 this week. Guys, If listen, if this is not true, we of all people are most to be pitied, wasting our time. But but we know it's true. This is God's word. We believe it. And so we have to look harder at ourselves and say, am I just not quite getting it yet? And the truth is, you know, there's always more to get. We get it at a certain level, but then there's more to get. You know, I often say the greatest impediment to my own awakening is that I'm pretty sure I'm already awake. But I've learned, man, where Jesus is involved, there's always more that I don't know than that I do know. So let's just keep pressing in and saying, Speak, Lord. Your servants, your sons and your daughters are listening. He's challenging us to come out to the edges of our faith, to the limits of our vocal range, of our soul range, He's not interested in what we're capable of. He wants us to become interested in what he's capable of. And he's capable of completely transforming our lives. Man, I got to stop. I'm just, I'm just going on and on here. I'm starting to preach the gospel. Hey, and there's one more bit. There's one more bit here. Here's a PS. What's next? on the wake-up call. All right, I'm going to do something a little bit different this time. Tomorrow, Wednesday, high noon central time, we're going to have a reveal of the next wake-up call series. We're going to keep you in suspense. We're going to do it on our wake-up call Facebook group page. And that means it'll be available there for later viewing, and we'll put it out on our other Facebook page as well. 
But I'd love for you to join that page if you're on Facebook. I understand a lot of you aren't. We'll find another way to share this news with those who aren't. But I'm very excited about what's coming. And then I'm also going to be sharing some additional revolutionary breaking news from my own life and calling because I'm going to need your prayers. So if you look in the email today, you'll see a link that'll take you to that to that page. And at noon on Wednesday, yeah, we're going to be we're going to be sharing this news about my own life. We're going to be sharing about the next series on the wake up call. And uh, please be there. You don't want to miss it. And then there are two notes for further study and reflection in today's email as well. All right, that's a wrap, guys, for real this time. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.